How are you? What's happening and pursuing results in San Diego? Uh, San Diego is beautiful. It's cold outside. And by cold, I mean, it's 45 degrees. So I feel, oh. I feel sorry. I mean, but the rest of the country I hear is, uh, is not doing too badly. Um, you know, my, my native and homeland is, uh, is Iowa and it's like in the fifties there right now. So it's, it's not bad. The horror. Yeah. We've been in the, we, we actually had ice the other day and the whole town shut down. For yeah. I heard least. the East coast is getting hit hard this winter. So in Carolina, yeah. we don't have a snowplow within 300 miles of us. So, and everybody freaks out. So it's, it's, it's Just almost, it's almost store comical. up the water, hang out, watch some, watch some football. It's almost comical. So <laughs> all good. Well, Hey, thanks for coming on today. I always enjoy it. And of course we're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, some parallels between college football, college basketball, and the executive recruiting space, which is always fun because we're both sports guys and it just, they make for such good analogies. Well, I think, look, every, I heard some guy say that, you know, he hates talking business or sports analogies. I'm like, what do you mean? Business is sport. Business is sports. Game. They're, the, yeah. they're the same. Yes. Um, it's competitive. It's people. Mm -hmm. It's all good. But, you know, but, but I was thinking about this last night and I was watching, you know, everybody knows I'm a Texas tech grad. I'm actually a big Texas tech fan. And, um, I was watching the University of Texas, Texas Tech basketball game last night, stayed way up too late. And here's the reason, there's a lot of drama around yeah. this game. Like, you know, most people are like, why would there be drama? Well, here you go. Two years ago, or almost three years ago, Texas Tech goes to the NCAA finals. It was, you know, Virginia, University of Virginia, Texas Tech, mm -hmm. and the NCAA finals for the national championship. Yeah. And Texas Tech's coach was a guy named Chris Beard. Chris coaches for two more years, or one more year, two more years, and then the University of Texas comes along and poaches him away. Mm -hmm. You know, the unwritten rule in college sports is, hey, you don't go poaching head coaches from your own, you know, your own conference. Yeah. conference. Especially interstate, like within the state of Texas. Oof, man, that's yeah, a, you know, hey, look, there's a lot of a lot of bad behaviors. Mm -hmm. A lot of bad behavior there. And then Tech was about ready to give Chris Beard a Tech was about ready to give Chris Beard a lifetime contract. Mm -hmm. Texas comes along, they offer him more money. Mm -hmm. Hey, in, in Beard's defense, you know, Texas is his alma mater. Oh, okay. So there was some personal yeah. stuff there too. So, yeah. but there's a lot of animosity here. So Texas comes to Texas Tech last night, and there's a lot of animosity in Lubbock, Texas, towards mm -hmm. Chris Beard for obvious reasons. Okay. They got destroyed. Chris Beard, they got destroyed. They lost by 13 points. Okay. But I'm thinking about it. And I was actually talking to my daughter about it because she stayed up and watched the game with me last night. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of junk out there about people leave jobs. People don't leave jobs. They leave people. Right. They leave bad bosses. I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, I don't, yeah, look, is a bad boss a part of that or is, I am you can, more. You can definitely drive somebody away from a good job by being a bad boss. Like, like there's sure. truth in that, but it's not no. like that's the only reason people leave jobs. No, no, because, you know, if you, you know, more times than not, you can wait out a bad boss. Mm. You know, in today's day and age, people come and go, what, what you know, what, that's a year, true. two, mm -hmm. you know, you got a bad boss, you wait them out or her out mm -hmm. and say, like, hey, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just hang. Yeah. And I'll, you know, and I'll just see what happens. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to go just, you know, just wait out a bad boss. But, but the reality of the matter is people leave jobs for better opportunities for a lot of reasons mm -hmm. and better opportunities, you know, maybe something closer to home or family, yeah. 
more importantly, hey, look, if your boss isn't leaving anytime soon, you have no chance of getting his or her job. Mm-hmm. So you're sort of stuck, right? Mm-hmm. You can go somewhere, you know, if you want that better job, you want that corner office, and you're not willing to wait till your boss leaves so you can get it. Well, okay, I'm going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what happened to Tech, Texas Tech. You know, so Chris Beard leaves. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, there's all this animosity towards the guy. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, they hired. So what do they do? Mark Adams is the assistant coach under Chris Beard. A lot of people actually think he was the brains of the organization. He was sort of that low key, you know, strong advisor mm-hmm. who was an organizer of the whole scheme that they play under. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they elevate him to head coach. He never would have gotten that job had they given, you know, had Beard not left, he never would have gotten that job. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden you're like, all right, look, forget about Beard. He's gone. <laughs> don't look, don't you wish them well when somebody leaves your organization. Yeah. Wish them well. All the good thoughts. Hey, good luck in your new role, even if it's with a competitor. Right. And go find the highly competent executives in your organization, you know, that can move up. Mm-hmm. Why did Beard leave? All the modern, more money. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, bigger donors. Yeah. It's a better opportunity. He felt like it was a better opportunity for him. It opened up an opportunity to a guy that wasn't going to get it otherwise. It's true. Yeah. You never know. You never know who's in your organization sometimes until you give them a chance to step up. I mean, there's lots of examples. I think the most recent one is like Ohio State in college football, you know, Mm -hmm. Urban Meyer, legendary college coach, you know, leaves, basically retires and leaves the whole thing to Ryan Day. And we're all like, who the hell is Ryan Day? The next mm-hmm. thing you know, they're they're in the cha- they're in the playoffs. They're in the chance. You know, they're they they just keep right on chugging. It right. remains to be seen whether he is a better coach than Urban Meyer. But there was no significant drop off in talent recruiting or on the field performance from that coach leaving and somebody else stepping into his place. And uh, yeah, there's probably there's probably a thousand other examples we can find. It goes both ways. Obviously, sometimes you lose a high performer and you replace them with somebody and they step up and you're like. Well, they're an A minus, you know, like it is, it's not much of a step down, but it's a slight step down. Like you just, yeah, you just never know until you give somebody a chance to step up. And sometimes you find out you've had a superstar essentially sitting on the bench. Yeah. But this expectation of, you know, people don't leave jobs, they leave people. And I, and I see it all over the place. It's, it's like, it's like gag me. Um, every time I see it, I want to just puke. I'm like, you know, people leave for a lot of reasons. Yeah. But that turnover is good. And here's the one thing. You know, look, a revolving door of people is indicative of a problem. You know, if there's a revolving door, I, you know, mm-hmm. I got companies where there's a revolving door of executives. You're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. let's talk about why. Right. But there's also this um, unrealistic expectation that any turnover is bad. You know, right. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why? You know, why is it, why is it's, it's sort of like, Hey, look, you know, turnover is good. You get you know, some bad, you know, some horrible people leave for other opportunities. And I go, who, you know, let's go, let's go find somebody better. Well, yeah. And you make the point that even when you have an A player leave, that doesn't necessarily 
mean that you, it doesn't necessarily mean you've done anything wrong. Number one, like Texas, mm -hmm. Texas Tech didn't do anything wrong with Chris Beard. They're about to give him a lifetime contract. Obviously, they were mm -hmm. treating him really well. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily mean the things will then fall off track. Um, sometimes, you know, turnover and change is a good thing, brings new right. energy, new, new lifeblood into the organization. Sometimes mm -hmm. it means you let somebody step up from the inside. Somebody, sometimes it means you bring in somebody from the outside. Either way, you're getting new, new vision yep. in, into that position. And sometimes that person is going to be better than the person that they replaced. You're always rolling the dice. But yeah, just because somebody leaves, even if they were good, doesn't necessarily yep. mean something was wrong. Like Texas Tech is just a smaller school. Mm -hmm. Texas is a bigger school, bigger donors, bigger everything, bigger limelight, mm -hmm. bigger media. I mean, they're, you know, they could, I mean, does uh does Texas have their own station, their own cable station? Yeah. 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 So I mean, I mean, just just the money that comes from something like that is going to be on a whole other level. So mm -hmm. Texas Tech can do a lot of things right and they can be perfectly good at everything they're doing and yep. still lose a coach like that simply because there's a bigger fish in the ocean. Right. But the but then it becomes, and here's the bigger thing is as a leader of an organization or a business, you know, your job as the CEO is to say, okay, if my CFO leaves for, say I'm a middle market company mm -hmm. and the CFO who I treat incredibly well and does a great job, leaves me to go to work to become a CFO of a Fortune 10 company or a Fortune 100 company. Mm -hmm. You know, you wish him well and you say, man, that's a great opportunity. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. But your job as a leader is to go every day is to say, if my CFO leaves, who do I bring up into that spot? Yeah. How do I cover if if I don't have anybody internally? How do I fill that gap quickly? Mm -hmm. You know, what's my strategy? Who's my net? Who am I networking with? Mm -hmm. Who do I have on speed dial? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the big. I think that's where people miss it is. If your top salesperson leaves, your job as a leader is to go, okay, I can, it's not a big deal. We've got somebody either coming in right behind them, or we know where we can get somebody within 60 days who's sort of plug and play. Yeah, we we're joking around before we hit record that there's some that, uh, that are not crazy about sports and allergies and business, but there was one that was really helpful for me. And, uh, and I enjoy listening to podcasts, especially about the NFL in the off season. Cause you get to see it from the perspective of team building from the GM's mm -hmm. perspective of piecing all these things together, which is really interesting to me. But what it did for me in the business side is it helped me understand that, like you said, like not, not all turnover is bad turnover and your, your job in business, you don't really have an off season like sports does, but essentially your job is every day. You're just putting the best team on the field that you can, but the right. team is going to change. Like the, you know, like whoever is going to win the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks, the Bengals or the Rams, whatever team they field next September is not going to be the same team. Mm -hmm. Like they have to do their best to replace the players that are leaving, bring new people in. You've got the draft, you got free agency, about all this stuff. And it was just it, like it helped me to look at turnover the way that you're talking about, to look at turnover as an opportunity, to mm -hmm. look for ways to upgrade. We may not always be able to immediately upgrade that exact same position that turned over, but mm -hmm. like the whole team should always be hopefully upgrading. Right? right. So if you have somebody leave, okay, great. Look for an opportunity to upgrade their position. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, look to be upgrading all the other positions too. Like just you're constantly looking like, look, we're just put, trying to put the best team on the field today. 
Um, So that helped me relax a little bit about turnover and then just to look for ways to start filling the pipeline. Like you talked about things like networking and in my case, like an internship program and things like that, that just solve the problem of how do I make sure that I have a constant flow of people coming in to handle the the inevitable flow of people going out because you can't change that part. Like that's going to happen regardless. People are people and you can't, you know, look is as a business leader, you're not going to make everybody happy. You know, if you've got, you know, if you got 100 people on your team and you're making 80 of them happy, you're dancing. You're dancing every night. Uh, you know, 20% of the people aren't going to be happy. Yeah. Why are they not happy? Who knows? It's probably <laughs> Sometimes not. Sometimes just because they're not happy. Just because, exactly. Yeah. They're not happy. You know, you, you, they're not happy. You think about an airline. I think about the airlines every day. United Airlines. Okay. You know, okay, let's talk. United, they, they yeah, all right, we'll, we'll leave that one. But <laughs> you think about, you think about United. Or, or American or whoever, Delta, mm-hmm. 100,000 passengers a day. Okay. If they have a 95 95% success rate that day, right. you got 5,000 passengers that are still pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> That's right. You're just you know? praying none of them have Twitter accounts where they can and, and, tag and, you. And, 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 and to say people don't leave jobs, people don't leave, yeah, people, people don't leave, you know, you know, jobs, they leave people. No, they do a lot of things. It's kind of like saying, hey, look, you know, this airline sucks. And the airline right. comes back and says, well, we got 95. Hey, look, you know, 95% of what we did today was perfect. Yeah. You know, we can't handle the, we, 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 we can't help the weather in Chicago or, you know, right. hey, look, we had an airplane break, you know, airplanes break, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to make everybody happy, you know, but you're, but the job as a leader is to go, you know, Hey, look, all right. If, if I have key leadership going, you know, it's gone. Now what I was talking to my daughter, she was kind of laughing about the game last night, the animosity from the Texas tech crowd to right. Chris Beard. I was like, you know, for five minutes, it was pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. You can say, Hey, look, you know, you, you yeah. Yeah. You, Understandable. You, you, you jilted. Yeah. You, look, mm-hmm. yeah. The fans will be fans. You jilted us, whatever. Right. But it's like, let it go, you know, go, you know, go flip the bird or whatever fans do when they're pissed and, you know, you know, you know say your piece and move on. Mm-hmm. And now you can wish them well and understand that you've got the right person in the right place as a backfill. And now what you do is you quit focusing on the past and you focus on the person you have in front of you. And I, you know, that's, you know, you know that's, and and to the person that leaves a job, once you're out the door, you know, sorry, nobody's, nobody cares about you anymore. Once, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once you're out the door, nobody cares about you anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nor should they. Yeah. Yeah. They got their own stuff. Like once you okay. leave the team, that team's got to keep on going and they've got to play a new opponent next week. Yeah. In fact, I think businesses get it wrong. They always give Joe and Sally a goodbye party after they quit and they, yeah, you know, Hey, we're all going to go have drinks and give Sally and Joe a goodbye party. How come the new guy coming or a girl coming into the position doesn't get a party? Yeah, that's true. You know, maybe you just let a welcome you, in party. You, you wave goodbye to Joe and Sally and wish them well. And you say, Hey, how can we get this new person in the role or whoever's taking a new role? You know, let's, let's throw our, let's throw all our, all of our support around them. Yeah. It's a good idea. Nobody good does question. that. No. I mean, it's like, yeah, I know, I know Joe and Sally were, were friends, but they're gone. Mm. They can still be friends, <laughs> but they're gone. That's right. This is business. So stop throwing a party for them. Start throwing parties for the people you bring in. Yeah. I love I it. Mean, like lamenting about Tom Brady retiring. It's not going to help the 
you know, it's not going to help the Buccaneers next season. That is not, that is not, oh man, they may be Jameis Winston bound. All right. With that Garoppolo. being said, Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah, no, I, I could totally see that. I could totally see Garoppolo going there. All right. And you watch, if that happens, you watch him take them to the NFC championship again and then lose. That'll, I got that, 10 that'll be my prediction for the future. I, I got 10 bucks. I, I, I texted a buddy of mine. I said, 10 bucks Garoppolo goes to Tampa Bay. And he says, you're on. He thinks Aaron Rodgers is going there. Ooh, I don't know. I don't I think don't Tampa. I don't think. I think. I think. Asking why Aaron why Rodgers, is Aaron Rodgers? Would you step into somebody else's team that they already won a Super Bowl with, and then if you don't win a Super Bowl with them, you're you're always compared laughed at. You're always compared yeah. to Brady. Yes, exactly. You're always compared to Brady. So yeah, that's, I don't uh, see it. All right. So, how do people reach out to you? Obviously, executives who need to find other executives for their companies. That's just you call know, if you're in private equity or if you're a candidate and you're looking for a change. Yeah, just call. Just call. So uh, it's been it's been off. The year's off to a great start, Matt. Um, mm -hmm. Three CEOs placed, a CFO, and a COO all in place. We're starting in two weeks, and uh, it's a great way to start. Uh, it's a great way to start 2022. Goodness, um, to know that five strong executives have found new homes where they can thrive. Mm -hmm. And uh, they all came out of somebody else's organization. So it's once mm -hmm. again, it's it's a it's an opportunity for the organizations that they came out of to, you know, find you know the next rising star, mm -hmm. and to wish these fellows good you know good luck. So yeah. it's all good. But anyway, it's uh, Craig at NorthStartESG.com is email 910-509-7129 is uh the office phone and northstaresg.com is my website which uh we've got a new one coming live here since mm -hmm. so i'm excited about that i know so by the time this episode comes out make sure to check out the website because it might be live by the time this episode is there especially if you're listening to this a couple weeks uh after uh after it comes out it'll definitely be live by then so go to check that out craig thanks as always awesome hey thanks matt appreciate you coming on today I hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig at NorthStarESG.com, or check us out at www.NorthStarESG.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube. Just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pippen.